Welcome to Mindfully Integrative Podcast with your host, Dr. Damaris G. Mindfully Integrative is a podcast discussing ways toward mindfully incorporating integrative health into our lives. This podcast will have informative resources, fun topics, interviews, and discussions relatable for today with a true mindful perspective in a mind-body holistic life approach. Hello. This is Dr. Damaris Maria Grossman, and thank you again for joining in on the Mindfully Integrative podcast. And I just wanted to let you know of our upcoming events and things. So if you want to know and reach out, our resources and our membership is opening soon. So check out mindfullyintegrative.com for more fun and more info. Thanks so much and talk with you soon. So today I'm talking about um, a gluten-free diet and is it really healthy? So there's like a lot of talk and research that has come out about the negatives and the positives, like the harms and the benefits of a gluten-free diet. Now, first off, this is what I'm going to say to anyone when you're talking about removing something from your food. Just because I have removed gluten or sugar or fat from my food intake does not mean I am healthy. There's usually a reason that some individual has taken those things out of their diet. Now you still need to have nutritionally sound, well-rounded source of whole foods, non-processed fruits and vegetables and um, carbs and proteins to get that daily intake. Now, I am not a dietitian, not a registered dietitian. I am a f- um, integrated family nurse practitioner. Um, and one thing is, I definitely talk a lot about what we put in our body is a direct reflection of how our health will be. Now, the big hype is, and one of these studies states, you know, there's health benefits and adverse effects, and there's a lot of hype in the media of what's good and bad. And, and you know, the thing is, just because it says it's gluten-free or it says it's dairy-free or sugar-free or low-fat, that does not mean you are healthy. So in reference to this conversation, when I talk about gluten-free, the reason people choose to be gluten-free, and even for myself, I'm, I would say about 95% uh, gluten-free, I, um, but that does not mean that I am healthy because I chose to be gluten-free. Gluten-free just means that if I'm having a bowl of pasta, right, I, I, just because you have a bowl of pasta, whether it's gluten-free or regular, that doesn't mean you're healthy, a bowl of pasta is still just a bunch of carbs, right? So that doesn't mean you're healthy. You're choosing to t- take the gluten out because it may have caused an inflammatory response within the body. So um, basically, gluten-related diseases such as celiac or gluten ataxia, those are pretty rare. It's usually between like 1% to 5% of the population have it. But there is this non non-specific gluten sensitivity that a large percentage of the United States do have. And it's because of the way we are, our wheat is processed and, um, and how it's, um, grown, processed and, um, placed into foods. So it can cause a, um, inflammatory response. But does that mean when you go into a gluten-free diet, you're 100% eating well? No. Majority of the time, if you're gluten-free or you're eating well, you're eating salads and 
vegetables and fruits and for me, less dairy, less gluten. Now, um, by definition, let's, let's go back to before the hype of what it is. And, um, you know, there's the benefits and, you know, the not benefits. So gluten itself is a protein and that protein is primarily known, um, as gluten or gliadin. So when, um, it's usually comes up and is expressed in like grains. So grains like wheat, barley, rye. Now, does that mean that all cereal grains are bad and all wheat grains in the world are bad? No. The problem is, is the production of these doughs in the United States, most of the Western consumption of these, um, grains and processed has made this gluten, um, the production of it was poor, shall we say? Because if you get this in, um, other parts of the country, other parts of the world, um, there hasn't been as much of, uh, issues with this, but the big hype or the issues that come out with it is that, majority of the sensitivities that someone feels is they choose not to have gluten because of it can cause brain fog, it can cause weight gain, bloating, tiredness, depression. And there's a lot of, it's really an inflammatory response. That does not mean that person can never have that food. It's just that it's one of those things. Like when you notice you feel tired, why would I want to choose to have some food like that? That'll make me feel worse. And that's when someone may choose a um, to avoid that. Now, does that mean that, again, like I stated, you can have a gluten-free diet, but that doesn't mean that you're eating well. You have to have large portions of whole foods, fruits, vegetables, protein, and um, a moderate amounts of carbohydrates. Now, again, if you're having a big bowl of pasta, whether it's gluten-free or non-gluten-free, that's not going to cut it for the everyday amount of food that you need. Um, a lot of the issues that were stated of why gluten um, free has been negative was that for people believe that there's a lot of deficiency in a gluten free diet. Now, you cannot replace eating whole foods, vegetables, and well by having a packaged piece of a boxed package of gluten-free something that doesn't fix it. There's supposedly a higher chance of like hyperlipidemia or hyperglycemia and supposedly coronary disease. Now, how is that possible if a person is eating a whole food diet, decreasing their fat intake, their sugar intake, then you're doing okay. Now, if you're just using the gimmick of gluten-free because you think it's it gives you the excuse to then eat every single bits of bread, well, I have a gluten-free muffin in the morning, and then I have a gluten-free bowl of cereal, and then I have a, a gluten-free pasta bowl, then I'm going to have a gluten-free bread, so then that means I'm okay. No, that's not it. <laughs> that's not what it is. Um, there's so many benefits to non-celiac gluten-free diets um, for individuals that would use it, but you just have to be more aware of what is out there and what's available. Um, 
and how our body digests. You know, it, it's quite amazing that, um, when you start taking out the things that upset you, you can feel a lot better. Benefits from having gluten-free um, would help you decrease inflammatory response, right? So in the, when you decrease the inflammatory response, you've now decreased things like an irritable bowel syndrome. Um, you would decrease a lot of kind of brain fog, um, ADHD, fibromyalgia, endometriosis, obesity. And it's not that each one of these definitely just because you're on a gluten-free diet will stop this. What it does is it helps manage, decreases the inflammatory responses that may be caused from the gluten and then brings in a benefit. So you just have to be aware of your, what you put in your body. And again, if it's coming in a package, just because it says it's gluten-free, dairy-free, soy-free, sugar-free, fat-free, I mean, doesn't mean it's great. You know, you, you really have to do your homework. You have to take the time to um, think about everything that you put in your body. And, and just the research is out there. There is much positive things to say about gluten and how much it can help the, um, the gut and our overall health. And I mean, our body is, you know, interconnected. So you still have to always realize that what you ingest and what you put in will be a direct reflection on your brain, your gut, and your overall body. So there's a lot out there. I mean, between that and um, more information on a FODMOD kind of diet, if you look into those further, you'll realize that there's beyond more information. I'll go into this further in another segment, but I thought it was kind of uh, important to um, kind of discuss, you know, the the hype between the negatives and the positives of it. As I would say, you know, there's always good and bad to everything. There's no one way or one size fits all, but really you got to eat more whole foods. You got to take time in everything that you eat and take the time to drink more water, have less caffeine have a little less dairy and drink and be mi- be mindful of everything that you put into your body. It's difficult. I have to do it every single day. There's plenty of times when I want to have a cookie. Oh, there's another example. Gluten-free cookie. Just because it's a gluten-free cookie does not mean that I can have 12 of them. Having 12 gluten-free cookies does not mean that I'm doing well. That doesn't make any sense. So that's what you have to really educate yourself on what is the right thing and the wrong thing. Majority of the time, you're putting a whole apple, eating an apple, you're doing okay. You wash it maybe from the pesticides, you're doing all right. You eat a whole loaf of bread, whether it's gluten-free or not, that's not going to make a difference. So I'll go into this in more detail in other times and importance of nutritional um you know, adequacy, whether it's in gluten-free or not, you know, you still should take supplements or uh, food to increase your, um, your daily intake. So thanks for joining in and I'll talk with you guys soon. Have a good day. Bye. Thanks for listening to Mindfully Integrative with Dr. Damaris G. Make sure you subscribe so you don't miss an episode. If you enjoyed our show, support us by leaving a mindful review on Apple Podcasts or your favorite streaming site. If you would like to be a guest of our show or interview, email us at info at damarismaria.com. If you want to learn more about the resources mentioned in the podcast, you can find those in the show notes.
To connect mindfully with Dr. Damaris G., reach her at www.damarismaria.com or connect via social media links. We appreciate your time connecting here with us. May your strength and peace within bring you more balance every day. Namaste.